everybody online, I agree with you. We are one. We are all keyboard warriors. Hi, Scott. We all share a tent under the bridge. Under the bridge downtown. That's from now eight. Where I did some drugs. Is that how it goes? (laughs) Something like that, yeah. Something like that, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Scott. Hey, yo. Is that his younger brother? It's gonna be Jeff. The cream rise to the top for you. And you're listening to all of the great action figures from our good friends at Hasbro. The fully postable. Have your own WrestleMania with all your favorite figures. Wrestling figure. He sold separately from LJ Podcast. And we are the Mount Rushmore of professional <laughs> wrestling. Hey, welcome to episode 401 of the Fully Possible Wrestling Figure Podcast. Longest running episodic wrestling figure podcast going today. My name is Jeff and sitting alongside next to me is my real life brother, not storyline brother, Scott. Scott, say hello. Hello. Scott, what's going on, dude? Busy, busy times. It's uh, homecoming week at Peyton School. And so it's been, and she's on the dance team which is essentially like the cheer team. So schedule has been absolutely crazy. We've been running all around this week. It's been nuts, but it's been a lot of fun. So looking forward to getting some R&R in this weekend, thinking about maybe going to the city, getting a hotel room for the night, having a nice dinner, because I think the wife and I owe it to ourselves. Oh, I thought it was going to be by yourself. I was like, hey, I get it, man. Wait, can I do that? Yeah, you can do that. You can do that anytime you want, dude. Hey, hey, babe, I'm going to go to San Francisco. Uh, You go, I don't know, wherever, but I'll be in the city. You do what you want. Need to go to the rabbit dog. (laughs) I could stay at Tracy for that. (laughs) Need an (laughs) R&T. Yeah, it's not R&R, it's (laughs) R&T. Well, nice. Dude. That's that's good that you're getting a little uh, R&R and uh, you time and the wife time and everything. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Peyton's got a friend's house she's going over to Saturday night. So she's taken care of and the mother-in-law will stay here and watch the animals and the wife now get a night away in the city. Uh, I haven't done any real drinking since Peyton's birthday party. Uh-huh. And that wasn't even like tying one on. So, dude, I'm Going to be letting loose this weekend. It's been a busy week, so I think we owe it to ourselves. Well, you were feeling pretty good at Peyton's party. Remember how you kept singing the song to Transformers movie? Yeah, you got the touch. Yeah. You're like, Jeffrey Toon, turn this off. You've got the power. (laughs) (laughs) I shouldn't want to see Optimus Prime die. That's the worst part, but the music is great. It is. It is a good soundtrack. It is. And Liam. fantastic. And Liam Neeson was in that movie, did a voice. Liam Neeson, uh, the the I have a certain skill set, dude, or a set of skills. That guy, isn't that Liam Neeson? Yeah, yeah, that's he I have a particular set of skills, and if you mess with me, I'll kill you. That is guy, that, isn't he the one that's all? I will find you and I will kill you. Yes. Oh yeah, that's him. He was in Ted. Ted two, actually, I think. Okay, I don't remember. I barely remember Ted two. Who, who did he voice in Transformers? Uh, I don't know. Gosh, that movie was 86, right? 86? Wasn't he a big dude back then? Not Liam Neeson? Stature-wise, but... No. Oh. No, I don't remember him until that movie. 
the, where they they took his kid and he had to go kill everybody. <laughs> Am I thinking of the right guy? <laughs> I don't think so, dude. Are you thinking Orson Welles? No, I'm definitely not thinking that. Are you thinking Leonard Nimoy? <laughs> Leonard Nimoy, no. Are you thinking Judd Nelson? No. Are you thinking uh, Peter Cullen? Uh, no. <laughs> There's mm. a Mandela effect re- Reddit. Is Liam Neeson op- Optimus Prime? <laughs> I, you, I, I don't know, dude. I'm going to have to go Wikipedia this. Uh, somebody on Reddit said, I could have sworn Liam Neeson did the voice of Optimus Prime. I remember even looking it up the cast when the first Transformers movie came out in 2007. I just okay, found, I could kind of hear it. I just found out it was Peter Cullen all along. Anyone else remember Liam Neeson as Optimus Prime? No. Uh... Somebody no. said it was supposed to be him. They even modeled Optimus Prime's face after him. But once they got the original actor, Peter Cullen, to voice him, they did not move forward with Liam Neeson. No, I call bullshit. No, all right. no all right. I, I don't buy any of that. Goddamn Mandela effects, dude. I, I guess so. And actually, you kind of sound like the crows singing to Steve. Steve Hoker? No, not, no, Steve Ozer. <laughs> oh, I, I think they are singing to Steve Hoker, too, because he keeps making things for them. You're making this money. <laughs> <laughs> what do you make? Pricks Halloween or Pricks Halloween or something like that? <laughs> Prick or treat. P- Prick or treat. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's tearing it up on his T Public store, dude. Yeah. Starman NJ. Go go look at all the Halloween themed stickers he's got going on. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He's got a lot of stuff over there. Starman NJ. On T Public. But if you would like to support us, head on over to Pro Wrestling Tees or whatamaneuver.net. You can follow us on the Twitter X, YouTube, Snapchat, and the Book of Faces at Fully Opposable, Instagram Fully Opposable, WFP. If you want to go back and listen to any of our past podcasts, head on over to Podbean, Stitcher, iTunes, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Please rate, review, and subscribe on itunes and you can send us any audio questions questions or anything else at all send it on over to fully posable wfp at gmail.com scott we do have a long show tonight no listener segment but i did want to read this email that came in this came in from jody m he said hey jeff and scott been listening for a while and your tag team scale convo motivated me to email the answer to who is the number 10 on the scale is Billy Gunn. Ooh. Ooh, ouch. Smoking Guns were one of the top in the new gen. New Age Outlaws were one of the top in the Attitude Era. Billy and Chuck were one of the top in the Ruthless Era. I'm a Golden Era guy like both of you, so it pains me to bring it out of the 80s, but it's Billy Gunn. Congrats on 400, guys. Thank you for the great listen every week, Jody. I'm sorry, Jody. I misunderstood. I thought when you meant number 10 that that was like where the conquistador number one was. No, 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 so no, no. I thought he was like trashing Billy Gunn. I'm like, ouch, dude. <laughs> no, no, no. But he saying, brought it back. He brought it back. Yeah. Billy Gunn is our Arn Anderson or, you know, that scale. All right. Oh, Arn Anderson with you, dude. Don't get me started on you again. Anyway, don't get me started on you again. I'm saying it's Bobby Eaton. It's not Bobby Eaton. I think it's Bobby Eaton. Anyways, Jody, thank you for the email, man. That's interesting. You said Billy Gunn, but, but you know what? He does have a, a valid point. Billy Gunn is still wrestling today. He's a part of the trios tag team champions. Yep. Tag team champions multiple times in the WWE. So maybe it is Billy Gunn. That's the top of the rung. It, it very well could be. You could also say Bubba Ray Dudley. Uh, Bubba with Devon. That's all you need. 
just Devon. <laughs> Maybe it's Devon, dude. <laughs> it's De- <laughs> okay, yeah, it could be Devon too. But I mean, if you're gonna say like somebody that's still going today, like you could definitely throw Bubba Ray in that conversation because hey. I think for the most part, Devon's retired. He'll do his little one-off appearances here and there, like he just did one on Impact. Yeah, but yeah, it's, I don't know, man. I I really do like Billy Gunn with that call, though. I I I respect that opinion. We respect that, Jody man. Yeah. <laughs> well done. Scott, did you pick up anything? Well, we went to a toy show on Saturday. We did, and you ended up spending a lot of money at the last second. Yes. Isn't it funny that as a father, when you go to a toy show, you walk out spending less on yourself than you did on your kid slash also your wife. And do you want to go into that? Yeah. Um, so we went in. We had a great time, by the way. Big Dave came with us. I also realized the way I phrased that last part sounds weird. My kid and my wife. That, and, uh, that's eh. strange. Anyway. I, I think we knew what you meant. but I, I, Well, we'll get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll I'll get put it. a nice little bow on this. Um, so we had a great time. It was awesome. I highly recommend if you are in the uh, NorCal area and you're looking for an awesome toy show to go to, uh, definitely check out that Concord toy show at their high school. Awesome, awesome time. Big Dave came with us and a lot of vendors. Like it was way bigger than I thought it was going to be. And they had some awesome stuff. And those guys, Norm recommended it. And uh, dude, he hit it right on the head. Those guys are showing up willing to make deals and they want to sell their stuff. You know, they're not paying a a crap ton of money for their tables. So they've got some room to wheel and deal and they're doing it. Uh, I walked out spending $45. I got the Batman 66 Riddler, Joker and Penguin figures that are going to end up in the DTOF. They're getting opened up. And I don't remember what you got. You had gotten some stuff from Norm. You got a Weird Al Simpsons figure. And I thought I was done. We were kind of on our way out and we walked by the Monster High booth. Now, when we walked into the first building, there was a a booth that had Monster Highs in it. I got Peyton on FaceTime and she's ooing and eyeing at all the Monster Highs. But these things are all like nothing under a hundred bucks. I think they had one that was 80, but they were all like big dollar Monster High dolls. And I don't know if you guys are familiar with Monster Highs, but they were popular in like the late 2000s, uh, early 2010s. And Peyton loved them. And they're making a comeback now. So she's all about them. It's it's nostalgia for a 14-year-old, apparently. So I get her on FaceTime. I'm showing her. She's oohing and on. Dave's cracking up at, at Peyton, just going crazy over the Monster Highs. But I'm looking at the price tag on these things. And I'm like, yeah, this ain't happening, kid. Sorry. I'll let you know if I find another booth. Well, walked all around. Nobody else had Monster Highs. We're walking back out. And we passed by the Monster High booth again. And I'm like, well, you know what? Let me call Shannon and I'll see if she wants me to pick one of these up for Peyton. So I get Shannon on the phone and get her on FaceTime. She's seeing the monster highs. She sees three of them and they're the same three that Peyton saw. And these things were all like high value items. Uh, Just for reference, we got the Chucky and Tiffany set, the Annabelle doll and some Draculaura circus trapeze doll. I I don't I don't know much about it, but anyway, those were the three she saw. She goes, ask what they can do on a price on those three. I was like, okay, you're the boss. <laughs> so I asked the 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 ladies at that that booth were super helpful, by the way, very informative. Um, they they kind of huddled together and came up with the price. 
it was extremely fair. So I called Shannon back. I gave her the number. She goes, do you think that's fair? I said, yeah, it's a screaming deal. She goes, buy him. So it was a vulgar display of purchasing power because I dropped almost $400 at the Monster High booth and <laughs> dropped $45 on myself. So I walked out feeling like a pretty good dad that day, a pretty good husband, because the kid was thrilled, the wife was thrilled. So I came home a champion, and then I took a nap because I'm very old. You said the uh, Monster High dolls, were the three were for 400 It wasn't 400 okay. it was It was near it. We paid, I think it was 375 for three of them. Damn. Yeah. Baller status. Oh, big time. Yeah. I definitely was not planning on spending that, but, you know, part of it is, you know, it's part of Peyton's Christmas present. Plus Shan is into him. She's like the, the horror uh, element is what Shannon is into with the monster highs. And, you know, being that it was Chucky and being that it was Annabelle. Um, I had talked to, uh, quite a few shows ago that I had lucked out and gotten the Elvira. So they've kind of got this like monster set. And I think it's great because it's a daughter, uh, mommy daughter collection, right? Like you and I had wrestling figures. They have the monster highs. And right. I think that's awesome. So uh, <laughs> Peyton's going to get a Detolf now, <laughs> which is awesome because uh, apparently Detolf's running the family now. So <laughs> I've got the uh, the Blackwood ones in here. Peyton's going to get Whitewood to match her room because uh, she has a bunch of white furniture in there. So yeah, Peyton's officially going to be uh, in the Detolf family. So we're probably going to go pick one of those up this weekend. Are you going to tell her, hey, you got to set this up on your own? <laughs> yeah, right. Good luck. Thoughts and prayers. <laughs> Have fun with that glass. Don't tell people about the uh, Conquer Toy Show because that is such a hidden gem. It really is. And I hope that it continues to grow because, again, those dealers are showing up ready to make deals and, and sell their stuff. So, yeah, it was great. I had a blast, dude. I mean, it's not just about the toys either. It's about getting together with your buddies and hanging out, talking toys, looking at old stuff, reminiscing. It was just, dude, I had so much fun. It's, yeah. it's a blast to go to those. It goes beyond, you know, what you're paying for toys and the actual toys themselves. And it's a lot of it is the experience and hanging out with your buddies and reminiscing too. Because we got to go to a baseball card shop afterwards too. Yeah, the baseball card shop was light on the stuff. It had stuff, but it was not what we expected. You should have picked up that Jim Kelly auto. I'm just saying. Uh, da, 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 da. The funny part is too, how different is the hobby now where you walk into a baseball card shop and there's three teenagers running the place. And I'm talking like early to mid teens, not 18, 19. We're talking like maybe 13, 14. We don't know if the kid's parents were in the back or whatnot, or we don't know. But these three kids were running the shop, making deals with, people coming in with their cases because they have cases now yeah. for, to carry their slabs and everything with the cards yep. in them. Yep. And they're making deals and they're like, oh, well, you take, you know, 100 for this and blah, blah, blah. And they're like making deals. I'm like, holy crap. You know, these kids are running the shop. Yep. It's it's insane. <laughs> it's totally insane to me. But yeah, that's that's what was going on. So at the toy show, I got a bunch of stuff from Norm. Um, as you had mentioned, I picked up a bunch of stuff that he he was kind of like my bbts he was holding my pile of loot you know yeah he, he showed up with a pile of loot for you that was great but the cool thing was is they had aew figures one of five thousands they had a one of five thousand moxley a one of five thousand jamie hater and a one of five thousand owen hart they had the owen hart for 60 bucks norm walked up to the guy and he goes hey would you give my buddy a discount and take it for 50 
And the guy looks and he goes, yeah, I'll do 50 on it. So I get handed over 50 bucks, got a one to 5,000 Owen. So nice. I know that was a screaming deal right there. I know Norm also got a Ricky Starks one of, I can't remember what that was, but he got that one for 40 bucks. You mentioned the Weird Al Yankovic Simpsons figure, which was interesting because when I purchased it from the guy who worked at, what was it? Pot of Gold Toys in Uh Concord. He said that the Weird Al Yankovic, the one that I was holding, didn't have the mustache. But apparently they made a green shirt, Weird Al Yankovic, with the mustache. So I don't know if there's a variant going on or... Yeah, I don't know. So I don't know which one I got. But anyways, I was always on the hunt for that Weird Al Yankovic figure. Never saw it. The NECA Simpsons figure, I should say. Oh, what did you pay for it? 20 bucks. Oh, that's not bad. Nah. Been trying to get that for the past... God, when did those figures come out? Like 11 years ago? Oh, gosh. Yeah, it was a long time. I remember seeing them at Toys R Us. Yeah, so I was always on the hunt. I always saw Britney Spears. Always saw Hugh Hefner. I think he... Yeah, they made Hugh Hefner. Um, I can't remember who else they made, but I always saw everybody else except Brett. I only saw Brett once. That was it. I only saw Brett once and I got it, of course. So nice. Good. I'm glad you found that one in the store. Yep. And then uh, we opened up a bunch of stuff from GBM. GBM had a pile of loot for Norm and I as well. So he he mailed that over to us. So we're kind of rummaging through the toys in the back of your vehicle. Yeah, (laughs) that was great. It was a vocal display of toys going on back there, dude. Yeah, and I do want to thank GBM as well for hooking me up with the Eddie Guerrero Ultimate. Absolutely, dude. In addition to, uh, I got hooked up this week by um, Tim at a chair shot and by Christopher Dean. So big thanks to those guys as well. Also, at the Conquer Toy Show, we saw Jonathan from uh, the Hoodcast AF podcast. So uh, yeah, it was good sitting there talking to him. We got to go on their show, dude. He wants to do a show with us. As you mentioned kind of busy a little bit i'm flying out to colorado this weekend then i'm back for a weekend and i gotta fly out to colorado again but we will definitely be heading on over to the hoodcast af podcast yeah can't wait it's like yeah once the schedule frees up we'll definitely have a lot more time to do that kind of stuff so looking forward to it they are the wwe attitude era to our wcw non-attitude era (laughs) (laughs) they are they are they are the attitude era if you know what i mean yeah, great dude, and I loved his booth. He had a ton of stuff in there. He had a ton of wrestling stuff in there. He had a Darby Allen prototype going on in there, the LJN prototype. He did. He had some really nice painted up LJNs too, man. They look great. Good prices too. Yep. I Oh, I also got you some cards. I got you the uh, Ricky Steamboat card from there. Yes, that's right. From you his booth. Some cards. Yep. Yeah. So, also, we received a care package from Brian over at the Legendary Podcast the LJN podcast, he sent over hand-painted, well, they were just painted up, WWF LJN figures. He got he made Scott the Jimmy Snuka, and on top of that, the little touch that he put was that the toes were chewed off like I used to do to my <laughs> LJNs back in the day. Yep, yep. And then he got me the Hulk Hogan with updated paint. It was beautiful. I'm, I, and you know what? When we have Brian on, I do want to talk to him about what paint he uses because it's like a, it's a the paint that he uses just pops off the figures. It does. It looks fantastic. I've actually got my Jimmy Snooker sitting right here next to me, with teeth mark in it. Yes. Here is. Uh, let me pick him up so you can see him. There he is. There he is. You need yep. a ring. And there's his uh his chewed up toes. You need an anal anal ring light. 
What? Another one? <laughs> Specifically made for the anals. <laughs> for those hard to reach places. Oh, man. Anywho, but yes, the LJNs came out great. So thank you, Brian. They were very nostalgic and uh, it was fun opening those. It never gets old holding an LJN. You still get that feeling of when you were a kid. Exactly, exactly. And then I got in all the Animaniacs and uh, Ren too, but I haven't popped those open yet. You're going to have a lot of opening to do. Hey, when we get all those details set up over here, you see, you can't help your daughter, but you can help me over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Peyton can do that on her own. Yeah, exactly. Hey, you got to teach them young. They got to learn how to do the uh, setting up of the details early, you know? Yeah, I don't care that that pane of glass is bigger than you are, and there's three of them. <laughs> Get to work. Oh, uh, could you imagine if you ever heard that glass break? Oh, dude, that's no, that's the stuff of nightmares. <laughs> All right, Scott, what do you say we jump into this news going on over here? We got a we lot got of a it. lot of news. Yeah, let's talk about it. All right, well, let's start off with the Falco news. They came out with new bobbleheads, Steve Austin, Andre the Giant, where he's in all yellow, reminiscent of WrestleMania 2, and Ultimate Warrior. That's like uh, WrestleMania 12, Ultimate Warrior, I believe. It is. It is. Very good. So those are all over at foco.com. All right. Let's go over all the WWE stuff that was shown off this past week. Again, it's nothing really new, but it was all mint on card packaging loose figures, all that stuff. So I'll start off with basic 142. And I just put down the notables. Hulk Hogan, he'll have the white tank with red writing on it that says Hulkamania. And you have blue workout pants with a white headband. You getting that one? Yes, I am actually. Oh, really? Okay. Got it. Yeah. I'm a sucker for Hogan figures, dude. Yeah, same, same. For some reason, dude, I just, I don't get tired of Hogan figures. 100% understand. It's that whole, again, just talking about nostalgia again. It's that going back and got to get the Hogan figures. It's like the LJNs all over again. I wish they'd start bringing out Macho Mans again. I'd be buying all those up. Uh, He's not part of the family right now. He will be. uh, He he will be eventually. He has to be. Come on. He has to be. Eventually, we'll be able to buy Macho Man figures again. Come on now. Come on now. Come on now. (laughs) Righteous Gemstones reference. Baby Billy. All right. Also, from Basic 142, Honky Tonk Man. He will be the variant in this one. Red tights with music notes on them. The Chase variant will be Honky in Blue. You getting that one? I am. Really? You're getting Honky Tonk Man as well? Dude, they're getting me with these legends, guys, man. I can't help it. It's... You know where they jump the sharp to me is when they make the best one. And the exception are certain names... But with Honky, they made the best Honky in the Retro Fest line. See, I felt that way about Sergeant Slaughter, but I saw this one and I'm like, what's going to be 12 bucks and I can get a red or blue Honky? How many red red tights Honkies do we have? Well, there's not a lot. Correct. There's not a lot, but I think that they've already made the best Honky Tonk Man figure. Oh, I'm not arguing with you on that. That's 100% truth right there. But for my collecting purposes, I think I stopped buying once I have that one. I mean, the difference would be like, okay, I have one on card and maybe it's signed, but now I'll buy another one just to put into the detail. I could see buying another one in that instance, but like a name like Hogan or a name like Warrior or Savage, you're probably just going to buy all of them. Like, I think they've already made the best Hogan, but I'm still going to buy more Hogans. But a name like Honky Tonk Man, I'm stopping at Retrofest. Which one's your favorite Hogan? 
So it's a, uh, probably a couple different ones. I would say uh, the Storm Collectibles. Pick one. Doesn't matter. So good. Yeah, it doesn't matter which one you pick. Uh, for reference, let's just say the red and yellow. Uh, and then for Mattel is the defining moments. Can't argue that. But dude, how good is that ultimate NWO Hogan? Oh, it's terrific. Oh my gosh, so good. And I was looking on Target the other day and they still have the ultimate edition NWO Randy Savage on there. And I'm like, oh man, how good would that figure look next to Hogan in the detail? We've already got the <laughs> Hogan. In the... And so that's how the, the sickness begins, right? Like right. now I'm looking for just for figures to open up. So I might be getting that Savage soon. You should get the Savage retro figure, or not retro, the Remco style figure, the Superstars figure. No, 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 no. I'm not. Nope. Can't do it. Can't do it. That's the slippery slope, dude. That's like buying Funkos. If you buy one or two, now it's a collection. You got to get all of them. I'm going to buy you that for Christmas. Oh, do not. No, because then I'm going to be like, well, I've got to have this guy. And then I've got to have this guy. (laughs) Oh, look, they made Bigelow. I got to have him. Like, no, dude, can't do it. Speaking of best honky figures, don't want to look over that superstars figure. That honky figure was fantastic from series one. Agree. Yeah. Outstanding. Excellent. All right. Let's move on over to ultimate edition series 19. They showed off the Kurt angle. Now, a lot of these figures we already saw at WrestleMania this past year or WrestleMania access or at Mattel's event on Saturday, but they showed him off on WWE.com and other web pages as well. Kurt angle. One of the faces will be crying, Kurt, which is fantastic. Red singlet, two Olympic gold medals, circular world title. Too bad that was not out yet because Kurt Angle is going to be in Lodi on Saturday at LodiCon. Oh, LodiCon's this Saturday? Yeah, the 30th. Oh, man. Yeah, Kurt Angle's going to be there. And yeah, I just, I've already got his deluxe aggression signed. Right. So I'm like, eh. I mean, I've got other Kurt's in the package, but I'm like, I've already got that one signed. Like, I don't need another autograph, but on this ultimate edition, like red, white, and blue paint pen would look pretty freaking sweet, but don't have it in hand yet. Bianca Belair, earrings, bow tie, jacket, two heads total, both with long braids. Excellent figure right there. Yeah, really, really good figure. Bobby Lashley, US Championship, three heads total, Bobby Lashley t-shirt, red and yellow tights. I don't know if I'm going to get this one, but if I see this one for cheap, I might just well scoop it up, but we'll see if I ever see it for cheap. Yeah. All three of those ultimates. And again, I, I hate to be a Mattel snob, but ultimates is where 98% of my collection dollars are going. Yeah. Target exclusive ultimate edition, ultimate warrior from SummerSlam 91. Look, he'll have the long jacket that he wore that night and two heads total. Just pre-ordered that one today. Oh, did you? I did. I had waited on it and waited on it. And I'm like, ah, I've got to have it. So we're going to move over to Survivor Series, Royal Rumble Series, and WrestleMania Series. These all have Build-A-Figures with them. Survivor Series 2023. It will be Build-A-Bulldog. Not not Matilda. Which will be, no, not Matilda. Which will be Davey with Gene. So think Davey from 99. In the series, it's Shawn Michaels with, from 2002 Survivor Series, we had the ugly brown tights with the bob cut and world title. He comes with Davy's arms. Those horrible, horrible brown tights. That color reminded me of something. But you on know, the top of my head, you know what? We're getting it though. <laughs> really, you're. I'm. I'm totally passing on that. You're passing on that, Michaels. Oh gosh, yeah, dude. Yeah, 
Oh, dude, Absolutely. it was so memorable. And the fact that they're making a figure of it, dude, you got to have it. No, passing on that. Because again, like, I'm not going to buy all the HBKs. I've got quite a few already. And honestly, I think the best one is his Ultimate Edition in red, the Amazon exclusive. Sorry to pause it, but I do have to go back. A lot of people are complaining about the Ultimate Edition torsos. They're saying that the torsos just don't fit. Like, too muscular for certain guys. Really? Yeah. Huh. Okay. I agree with them. Oh, here we go. I agree. It's in my letter. It's in my letter. Everybody online, I agree with you. We are one. We are all keyboard warriors. Hi, Scott. (laughs) We all share a tent under the bridge. Under the bridge downtown. (laughs) That's from now eight. Where I did some drugs. Is that how it goes? (laughs) Something like that. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Anyways, hi Scott, how you doing? I'm I'm fantastic, KBW. How are you? I'm all right. I'm disappointed you supported Mattel at the Conquer Toy Show. Monster High, really? Yeah, hey, that's for the kid, man. What do you want me to do? Well, no, you need to spend money on your collection. I and did. Would you and and what'd you get me? What I get you? Yes, what'd you get me? I didn't see anything you'd like. I figured you'd just complain about it. So I didn't get you anything, KBW. I would never do such a thing. How dare you accuse me of such stuff like that? I did tell Jeff to invite you, but I guess he didn't do that. Wait, you did? I did. Yeah, of course. I always want you to go. Oh, he didn't invite me. He didn't. I'll make sure I have a talk with him once we end the show. Nope, I didn't invite him. (laughs) There was no way I was going to invite that guy. (laughs) Well, I guess we're having that conversation now. Yeah, I didn't want him to go, dude. (laughs) <laughs> dude he was gonna stink up your car well also big dave was there oh big dave doesn't like kbw no there there may have been a confrontation so you know what kbw i'm sure jeff just didn't invite you because he was worried about your safety do you remember that seinfeld episode where the the guy stunk up seinfeld's car and no matter how many times he took it to the car wash to get it scrubbed out or whatnot it could never get clean <laughs> that's what that's what kbw would do to your car <laughs> all right well <laughs> Thank you, Jeff. It gets into the it gets into the cloth. Yeah. In in the entrance of safety and uh sanitary. Thank you. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna go have a Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich. This is my Ugh. this is my fourth one, by the way. Ugh, you... Today. So mm. I'm gonna go have the Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich, the greatest chicken sandwich of all time. Yeah, Chick-fil-A, the champion of average. I'm off. Suck it, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, KBW. Bye, everybody. I I hope Stu the Stallion doesn't buck you off. All right. Anyways, let's get back to the Survivor Series set. Charlotte with SmackDown Women's title. She will come with Davey's lower half. Jerry Lawler, he'll have a crown Polly Pocket jacket. He comes with Davey's upper torso. And Kevin Owens, he has a briefcase, and he comes with Davey Boy's head. You have a floating head in the package. There we go. It's never not disturbing. It isn't, dude. It isn't. Especially when I was looking at the packaging for the WrestleMania set. We'll get into that in a sec. All right. Royal Rumble 2024. This will have the new packaging. So as we all seen, the new packaging with kind of the square, kind of outlining the figure from about the waist up, kind of around there. And then everything else is just kind of blacked out behind it. So... That's the new packaging. This will be build a figure Virgil. (laughs) Virgil singles run. 
singles run. This He will have the white and red tights on. In the series, Ridge Holland, you'll have the mask hat, soft goods jacket, and that clubbing thing. Clubbing thing, yes. It's a very technical I, term. It's a club. It's a billy club. It's it's not the club that you put on your steering wheel. <laughs> it's not a club sandwich. No, it's not a club. It reminds me of a Mitch Hedberg joke. Oh, yeah. How do you feel about toothpicks in the middle? I'm for them. <laughs> I'm for them. <laughs> the club is formed. <laughs> And potato chips will be stacked on the outside. <laughs> uh, he will come with Virgil's head in the package. Batista, he will have Virgil's lower half in the package. Brock Lesnar will have Virgil's arms. And Beth Phoenix, she will have a green long Polly Pocket style jacket. She comes with Virgil's upper torso in the packaging. Getting any of those? No, passing on all those. I do like the Virgil a lot. Um, I think it's awesome that you can get WrestleMania seven or um, uh, no WrestleMania eight, I believe is when he wore those, uh, those tights because WrestleMania seven. I think he had the trunks on, right? Who do you face at seven? Uh, he faced DiBiase at seven. Yeah. I think he had the trunks on. I think he had the trunks. So I think the tights would have been WrestleMania eight. Correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, I'm sure somebody will, but I think he had those at eight. Who do you face at eight? He was in that eight man tag, man tag. That's right. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. All right. WrestleMania 40 elites. These are the build a Nicholas set. Build a ridiculous set. <laughs> build a ridiculous Nicholas. <laughs> Unbelievable. They're making Nicholas. Look, we're not making fun of the kid. We're just making fun of the situation that happened at WrestleMania. And we found a new low bar for our tag team rating scale. Uh, dude, actually, it's funny you mentioned that. I found a YouTube video where they ranked every single WWF tag team champion. Okay. They were the last on, they were the bottom rung. They <laughs> Ron, were last, dude. It was hell funny. Strowman and Nicholas. <laughs> they were last, <laughs> dude. It was hell funny, dude. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> All right. So yeah, there we go. Nicholas is the new low bar of our tag team rating scale. At least we found the low bar. We can all agree on that. <laughs> yeah. He didn't even defend the title, dude. On a scale of Nicholas to Bobby Eaton. <laughs> all right. So this is all builder Nicholas. Ridiculous Nicholas for the rest of Ridiculous Nicholas. Rock, he'll come with that old school world title. Uh, he has the Nicholas head and the raw tag title in the package with him. John Cena, the green you can't see me hat and shirt. He has Nicholas's arms. Pat McAfee with the gold chain, black shirt. He comes with Nicholas's upper torso and a WrestleMania New Orleans shirt. Which one was that? 36? 30, no. Uh, WrestleMania 30, would have been 30 and 34. 30 and... Okay, so this was 34. Okay. 34, yep. Trish Stratish, she comes with Nicholas's legs. That is all WrestleMania 40 elites. I do got to say, I love the packaging. It looks good. It does look fantastic. It's got the Philadelphia Eagles colors going on. Yeah, I dig that, dude. Good catch. Excellent, excellent job on the packaging. So are you getting this set? No, the only one I'm getting is Pat McAfee. Yeah, well, I'll probably get Trish for Shannon. Doesn't she already have that Trish, though? That's okay. It's fine. Different package. Same figure. Eh, eh. <laughs> All right. Eh, it's fine. It's fine. I have a lot of repeat figures, too. It's fine. I got to hope that uh, Trish is at WrestleCon with Lita again, because we have that uh, two-pack. We had bought that battle pack. We were going to get signed COVID year, and then yeah. they went and canceled WrestleMania. Um. I still want to get that signed, that battle pack for Shannon. 
Because that was the plan that year is go to WrestleCon, get that signed. We bought it for it. So I've literally still got it sitting in the box. It got shipped to me in. Oh, nice, dude. Yeah. So I want to take that and get that signed. Where's that sitting at? In the garage. In one of my totes. You know exactly where it's at? I know exactly where it's at. Yeah. It's in one of the totes that I had uh, packed up when we got the house remodeled, which was like right when COVID was going on too. So yeah, I know exactly where it is. I just, I want to take it to WrestleMania with me and hopefully they're both at WrestleCon. Hopefully, hopefully. And hopefully uh, people are wearing deodorant and there's air conditioning. I'll also throw that out there. Oh, that air conditioning, not non-air conditioning suck, dude. Dude, that basement level that they had WrestleCon at this year in LA, like it was already kind of warm, but that basement level, oh my gosh. What? Started to bake a little bit? Oh, dude, it was so warm down there. Ugh, swampy and ugh. And so was I. Yeah. <laughs> All right, there were some questions on the Wrestling Figs message boards. Let's hit those up. First question comes from Axel Smackdown. He said, why did the Retrofest line stop? Was it only planned for the figures that came out or did it not do well? Steve said it didn't live up to its full potential for various reasons. I think the concept had real legs, but lost its way creatively by veering away from the superstars and WrestleFest game looks and talent. It also had a bumpy road outside of creative that led to its demise. It may be worth revisiting one day under the right circumstances. Hell yeah, Steve. Hell yeah. Hey, Scott, we're back from the Robin Tug place. And you know what? We're feeling great. <laughs> by the way, by the way, we need to go back again tomorrow. <laughs> it was fun. Nice. So were you like throwing ones out from under your feathers? No, you don't throw ones. You just wad it up and hand it to them. <laughs> wad it, oh, you wad it up. Okay. Wad it up. You're giving them a wad is what you're saying. That's not the only wad prick. <laughs> Jesus. That's gross. Okay. <laughs> okay, you guys are vulgar. It's a family f- show, damn it. We're your vulgar crows. <laughs> prick or treat. <laughs> prick or treat, prick. <laughs> I like how Steve said that it lost its way creatively. That's like Chris Jericho when he said that it was uh it was a stupid saying from poor creative in WWF. <laughs> Remember when he said that on AEW? That was pretty Yes. Funny. I I love it and I referenced the retro fest line earlier. I think it was fantastic. The packaging was a home run, one of the best ever. But I 100% again, I said, hell yeah, Steve, because I, I meant it like he's absolutely right that it definitely lost its way when they veered away from names that were actually in the game. Yeah, you better uh, agree with Steve. Iron Sheik wasn't in in WrestleFest. Shawn Michaels wasn't in WrestleFest. Uh, the names could have been definitely chosen better. And I think, honestly, you get Macho Man back in the family. Uh, you start putting these figures out again, even if it's like one or two a year. And their Mattel, uh, Mattel creation exclusives. Um, I, I I don't know. This just seems like a no-brainer to me. WrestleFest is so universally loved by by WWF fans that it makes a lot of sense to put a, a figure out in that that old school packaging. So bring Hell it back, yeah. Steve. Bring it back. Hell yeah, prick. You you, <laughs> you were teetering on the teetering on us, you know, shitting on your car, but you brought it back. Good job. Oh, good, good. So <laughs> so you won't. No, we won't shit on your car. Liars. Not yet, at least. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll see what else I say about Steve for the remainder of this segment <laughs> before you decide to, to clench your bowels or not. Next question comes in from Kirk815. He said, hello, Steve. Will a figure be moved up or will Ultimate Edition 20 only be two people, Roman Reigns and Asuka? Steve said, we've added a Greatest Hits Ultimate as a replacement. We've had to go with a figure with existing tooling due to the timing. More to come. 
Ooh, guesses? Mm, greatest Hits Ultimate as a replacement. They've already re-released Triple H and Brett and Sean and Brock. And they can't do Macho Man. I'm going NWO Hogan. That's my guess. That's a great guess, actually. That's what I'm thinking they're going for because they've they've already got the rock coming out from Target, that yeah. new rock with the with the sweat outfit from when he has a stomach surgery. So yeah. I I I would bet dollars that it's gonna be NWO Hogan. Oh, by the way, our apologies last week. Omission from us. We didn't see the tweet from Steve Ozer that the George Steele and Roddy Piper was actually pushed off. We didn't know that. We missed that tweet. So uh, they did not go on sale September 26th at 9 a.m. So is that there was, a new on sale date, Jeff? There isn't as of yet. He's He will be announcing that hopefully soon. Oh, dude, I hope they don't cancel it. No, that can't be canceled, dude. There's too okay. many people waiting for that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was I was waiting and I'm like, I'm on the site. And I'm like, where are they? And then yeah. I'm starting to see people echoing what I was saying. And then, yeah. yeah, it came out that they had just pushed them off indefinitely. I'm like, oh, man. Yeah, he sent out a tweet a few days before we recorded. And we missed it. So I apologize to everybody for that. I had no clue. So how the hell did you miss that prick? Oh, boy. You've got to have Steve Ozer pop up on your phone, get notifications when that man tweets. Hell yeah. And just go away, Crows. We know you love them. Hell yeah, we do. <laughs> They're going to be in the whole segment, dude. They're going to be like leering over you, like looking over your shoulder. They do this every week, dude. Like like threatening you with their anus if you say something sideways. <laughs> their, their feather, their buttocks feathers go up like they're about to crap on me and then i say something nice and it comes back down <laughs> yeah it goes back down yeah <laughs> it's like when my cat shits the tail goes up and then it comes back down it flickers back and forth yeah <laughs> all right next question comes in from vamp 55 so the vamp actually chimed in to this uh, kind of this thread regarding the greatest hits ultimate as a replacement so vamp jumped in Oh, this is somebody just following up on what Steven said. Exactly. Okay. Why are simple repaints not considered in this instance? Seems like a missed opportunity to me. This list is endless of repaints you could do rather than reissuing everything all the time. Thoughts? God, who's this vamp guy? Who's this vamp guy? (laughs) Feathers are flickering. Look Uh, out. Where is he at? Shit on his car. Hell yeah. (laughs) All right. Steve said... If there was time, we would have done that in this case. We do need to be mindful of product arriving on time for retailer needs, planogram resets, etc. New Deco would require Deco creation, approvals, packaging creation, and full development to ensure it's produced accurately. Essentially, almost full-time table sands, new sculpts, and tooling to create and produce. Hell yeah, Steve, you put Vamp in his place. Hell yeah, Steve Ozer. Steve Ozer. (laughs) (laughs) They love him. Oh, God, they do, dude. They're waiting on Steve Hoker to make Steve Ozer shirts. Uh, I think he did, actually. No, just Steve's face on it. Oh, just Steve's. (laughs) Just Steve's face. That's all they want is a shirt with Steve's face on it in crow sizes. Do you remember when Barbershop Window used to just release the egg shirts with wrestlers' faces, but it would be in an egg? No, I don't remember that at all. I've got the LOD and I've got the Heart Foundation one. And it's just an egg, but it has the wrestler's faces on it. Oh. We should do that with Ozer. Oh, that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. And all proceeds go to his crows. <laughs> they uh they fly, you know how planes will fly over and they'll have a sign tailing behind? 
Yes. All there says is we heart Ozer. That's it. <laughs> Flies over my house all the time, dude. Steve, Steve, he's our man. <laughs> if you don't like him, we'll crap on your car. That don't rhyme, but we don't care. Doesn't make sense, but we don't care. Oh yeah. <laughs> Suck at pricks. All right. <laughs> Next question comes in from Eddie P. He said, Hi Steve. If and when you do the Steiners, could you package them in the new gen red boxes by any chance, please? As a Minton car collector, my three new gen boxes of diesel doink and macho are looking a bit lonely on the shelf. Thank you. Steve said you'll have some new gen logos on packaging as part of the Monday Night War line when looks line up with that time period. Okay. He didn't say we're not getting them. True. It, it, it seems to be like the the Rick Steiner talk has kind of died off a little bit. Correct. So, I mean, as far as him appearing at cons, I think that ship has sailed, but it seems like they're still going to be putting it because his, his elite figure still came out. So I would imagine they're still going to be making figures of him. Probably. Which, okay. that I mean, look, as long as I get one set of Steiners. 92, 93? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But as I've been saying, I think that when they do the Steiners, there's so much demand for them. I mean, in terms of tag teams, I would say they're number one most demanded. You mean by collectors? Yeah, yeah, as, as like an underproduced tag team. In wrestling figure collectors collections, I would say the Steiners are grossly underproduced given their status. Correct. So I think it's only fair. I mean, I don't know how much flack Mattel is going to take for producing more Rick Steiner figures. Because he he kind of did get quote unquote canceled. But I think if if we're only going to get one shot at this, you got to do it like you did with the Usos in that... um, not Coliseum collection, but kind Ult- of sort of like that. Ultimate edition. Ultimate, yeah. An ultimate edition, but like in that Usos uh special edition packaging. Mm-hmm. You gotta do something like that for them. Like, I don't know that there is a more in-demand name than the Steiners. Honestly, I, I don't. I, I think the Steiners are definitely far and away number one. And I think that their first figures out of the gate, outside of like the the singles run Scott and the singles run Rick. When you do them in their tag team look, it's got to be together. It's got to have the WCW tag titles. It's got to be the the colorful singlet look. They've got to have the WWF tag team titles with them. It's got to be Ultimate Edition, and it's got to be a special box set like that Usos ringside exclusive is. So that's that's my two cents, but I think it's highly warranted given the demand for those look Steiners. I agree, dude. Very well yeah. said, because that is what we all want, you know? For sure. And I don't care if they do it like a Coliseum collection look box, like with the nice artwork, like the Sergeant Slaughter San Diego Comic-Con exclusive, something like that. Mm-hmm. Or even if it's something like the Uso set, but it's got to be a a presentation piece, right? Like something you're going to put dead center in your collection, either mint on card or loose, whatever. But it's it's got to be something that that warrants their status. And it's honestly, if it's not ultimate edition, I don't know how else you do it. It's got to be something like what the the Uso set through ringside is. I don't think there's any other way to do it right. And also on top of that, they need to come with both sets of tag team titles. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. The WCW and, and WWF. Yep. Right. Yeah. Right. I don't think there's any other way to do that. Given their status, they deserve that. Like yeah. the, the collectors also deserve that. We've been waiting a long time for a set of Steiners. Honestly, I think the last set of Steiners we got 
in a package together. It's the grip and flips. Was the Toy Biz grip and flip. Yes, which, by the way, I have hanging upon the wall signed by both when we met him at uh, Wrestle Reunion back in 2012. Yep, I remember. And I've got those up on the wall. I would love to replace those with an Ultimate Edition set. And get those signed, too. If Well, yeah. one half anyway. I apologize. I forgot to put the persons down who asked this question, but he said, Hi, Steve. If the rumored one-man gang elite in OG Legends packaging turns out to be true... Wait, what? There's more. Could this open the door for more Legends in the OG packaging on Mattel Creations? I'd love to see the canceled, albeit later released, white dress Liz in the original carded packaging. Steve said there are no plans to revisit the original packaging and we still don't have the gang under a deal, sadly. Yeah, but is he being shifty? I don't know. Like, just to dispel the rumors and pour a little cold water on it? Like, is he just kind of dancing around it and being like, we don't have gang? And then we get surprised with gang? Yeah, we could see that like at like a toy fair or ringside uh, ringsides thing that they have. Ringside Fest. Yeah. Also, Legends fully lives at Target in the U.S. currently, plus Smiths and Specialty in the U.K. So you won't be seeing additional exclusives from that line on Mattel Creations anytime soon. Okay. But dude, I hadn't heard about a rumor on One Man Gang. I had heard something, but like it's one of those I'm going to wait and see until Steve actually shows it off or something like that. Gotcha. Okay. So I had heard something, but again, it's one of those you hear something every day and you're like, okay, I'm going to just take it with a grain of salt, you know? Yeah. 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 For sure. But with one man gang, I don't know about you, dude, but that's probably one I'd buy two of. There aren't a lot of names. I'd buy two of the same figure of one man gang is definitely one to get signed. And then you open it up and put it in your detolf. And if I'm not mistaken, gang is with zombie right now. And I don't know if gang has that ability to go outside that contract. Because you know how people will have multiple figures from multiple different lines. Right. Or different uh, creators. Yeah, it depends on his deal with uh, with Zombie. Yeah, so I don't know what he has going on. So, anyways. So, if you had to put a gang figure through Mattel together, you doing soft goods on that? Oh, absolutely, dude. You're doing a soft goods uh, jacket? Yeah, but for, like, gang's look, I, I agree on the vest, 100%. Soft goods vest, for sure. Yeah. And sunglasses. Gotta have sunglasses. Next question comes in from HCTP02. He says, sorry if this has been answered before. When can we expect the Monday Night Wars Ultimate Editions Wave 1 become available? Steve said it's looking like they'll be added to Walmart's planogram around April-ish. WrestleMania. Yep. Next question comes in from Dark Prophet. He said, Steve, when do you expect the upcoming WWE Legends ring and classic blue cage to be available. Thank you. Steve said, I believe it will show up during the next planogram reset at target. Unless plans change. Nice. Hell yeah, Steve, you answer those questions very well. Every single week. Took somebody to school too. Took somebody to school. Hell yeah, Steve. He's the man, isn't he? Oh, Scotty. We love Steve around these parts. This is Johnny. Uh, anyways, we're done for the week. We're about to take off. We'll we'll see everybody out in Tracy for the Fig Life Meetup. Those are rules. <laughs> the Fig Life Meetup in Tracy. <laughs> there isn't a Fig Life Meetup in Tracy. They're going back to the rub and tug, folks. Those crows are liars. <laughs> they, they and they're keep... probably crapping on just car as we speak. They said there's a Fig Life Meetup every day <laughs> out there. I don't 
I don't know what they're doing out in Tracy every day. I mean, they must love Golden Corral or whatnot. (laughs) Screw this once a year meetup crap. (laughs) We're going every day. Speaking of, speaking of, we might be doing a Fig Life meetup in uh, Philadelphia. Eh? Might. Okay, we are. We have some big plans for that one. So you guys want to tune in later on this year to uh, see what it's going to be. But that's just kind of a little tease next year in Philadelphia. Can't wait. Hell yeah. KBW says he's a ride stew out there. I can't wait. With the price of gas the way it is, dude, and the long trek ahead. Yeah. I hope Stu's gas hole is ready. All right, Scott. We are going to round out the show with Elite Series 97 in the nostalgia segment. What do you say? Let's go talk about it. we get into elite series 97 we want everybody to head on over to wrestling figure database dot com over there they have almost every wrestling figure ever made over at wrestling figure database dot com but for what we want you guys to do this week is you can do one of two things you can go into the magnifying glass in the upper right hand corner and search elite 97 or you can do the long roundabout way that i always do go to the wwe main elite line section Look for 51 to 100. Click on that. Scroll down just a bit. Click on series. Go down to 97 and follow along as Scott reads off this list. That is all over at the Dylan created wonderful wrestling figure database dot com. All right, Scott, what you got for Elite Series 97? Yes, sir. WWE Mattel Elite Series 97 consisted of Alexa Bliss. This would have been Alexa Bliss from her run with Bray Wyatt, the great Bray Wyatt, RIP. She was in her black and blue gear, came with a Lily doll. Next up, Chainsaw Charlie, RIP Terry Funk, came with a chainsaw accessory and an extra unmasked Terry Funk head. Omos came with a gold chain and the Raw Tag Team title. Ronda Rousey, was in a shirt that said baddest on the front, came packaged with a black jacket accessory. Seamus came with a hat, mask, and a soft goods brown jacket. And King Xavier Woods, he was your variant in this series. Regular version was Xavier in his white, black, and yellow gear, came with a gold scepter and a crown accessory. The variant, same accessories, he was in his red gear, but the scepter was silver, with this Xavier Woods figure. And Jeff, that rounds out Elite Series 97. It's an okay series. Don't okay? Yeah. It's okay. I, mean, yeah. I, like, yeah. Yeah. I like the Chainsaw Charlie. Yeah. That would probably be my favorite figure out of the set. Yeah, it's mine too. There's just really nothing big to say about this series. There's kind of ho-hum. Yeah, Xavier's good. Sheamus is good. Rousey's Okay. I've never been a huge Rousey figure fan, but the Rousey's okay. The Omos is really good. Uh, the Alexa's really good. And Chainsaw Charlie is pick of the litter as far as I'm concerned. You know what? If uh, we were doing the tag team rankings, and if it wasn't for Nicholas, Omos would be that bottom rung. Oh. <laughs> what? What? That's brutal. Nah, I'm joking. Hey, thank God for Nicholas, because you can't go any lower than that. <laughs> There's not even any arguing it either. I know, exactly. People want to throw these names out, and then you're like, Nicholas, and they're like, oh, yeah. Hey, even that one YouTube video said it. (laughs) 
Oh, Can't by the argue way, with YouTube. By the way, I meant to say uh, Rucker really liked your OnlyFans answers last week. Rucker did? Rucker did. Nice. Respect, dude. That's awesome. And you know what? I was pissed at myself because I should have said Missy Hyatt. Ooh. Ooh. Is that because Jim Kelly went there and you want to follow in his footsteps? Well, I would hope I'd last longer than Jim Kelly did. (laughs) That's not exactly what I meant, but okay. Oh, I thought you were talking. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) you never know, but I mean. (laughs) Jeff, aiming to break world records. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Anyways. Can you last a minute? <laughs> nope. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> Come on now. Come on now. All right. All right. All right. Let's get back to the series. It was a good series. I did like the Alexa Bliss with the Lily doll, uh, but I will say that Chainsaw Charlie is the best one. Yeah, I agree. That Terry Funk extra head that comes with them is just, it's the icing on the cake for a fantastic figure. Yep. All right. Let's go over some eBay prices. Now, mind you, these figures just literally came out. Alexa Bliss with the Lily doll last sold eBay listing was yesterday, 927 for $15.50 on 10 bids. Lower than retail. Chainsaw Charlie with the chainsaw and the extra Terry Funk head last sold eBay listing was today for $25. Almost raw tag title last sold eBay listing was September 25th for $12.50 on 10 bids. Ronda Rousey with the jacket last sold eBay listing was September 24th for $5.50 on four bids. Ouch. Donate the toy. Honestly, what what are you getting at $5.50 as a seller? That's a good point. Said, donate the toy. Gosh. That, that was four bids too, dude. Yeah, four. <laughs> Jeez. That was four bids and it only went up to $5.50. Come on. Now. I mean, unless this thing fell off of a truck and it's like pure profit. Come on. <laughs> what are you making? Donate the toy, man. Come on now. Come on now. <laughs> Seamus with the mass soft goods jacket last old eBay listing was also yesterday for $20 Xavier Woods who was the variant in this series regular was Xavier White has a scepter crown last old eBay listing was July 24th for $22 on one bid the variant was Xavier in red last old eBay listing was September 14th for $11.95 ouch yeah we're getting into that part where it's we're not going to have a lot of high values on these figures because they're only a few series old. Yeah. I mean, what is it? 102 on the pegs right now? And yeah. this is. <laughs> I mean, my chicken, I'm checking my chicken sandwich, but it's got to say pegs. No, 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 no. Chick-fil-A no. sauce everywhere. Yeah. Get back to your average. It's okay. My average. You yeah, your my, average. My Average size penis? What? Whoa! You, Whoa. What, what do you mean by average? That. What do you mean by average? Uh, the chicken that you're eating. Oh, I wasn't even close. No, the chicken that I'm eating is delicious. Mm. It is way, way better than Popeye's. Oh. Yes. I see. I yes. see. I'm only saying that to piss you off. <laughs> you wonder I, why you don't get invited to things. Because I actually like Popeye's chicken sandwich, but now that you've talked trash about Chick-fil-A, it makes me hate Popeye's, but I still enjoy their chicken sandwich. I think the problem is Popeye set the bar so high with their chicken sandwich that it's honestly, it's hard for anybody to live up to. I had KFC's chicken sandwich and nope, not, not even close. The double down. No, 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 not the double down. I've never Uh, eaten that. You've never eaten that. No, I, I know that sounds like it would be right up my alley. Right. And I've never tried it. Dude. It was the saltiest thing I've ever eaten. And I once ate a heaping bowl of salt. (laughs) You know how much that sounded like Norm MacDonald? 
<laughs> like I, that was like you channeled Norm Macdonald and cut that joke. Actually, I uh, that I lifted that from Futurama. Sorry. Wow. No, the, you couldn't have had a better Norm delivery on that. <laughs> that was hey, perfect, dude. Hey, uh, you know, I uh, once ate a heaping bowl of salt. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Thank you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, he was so good. All right, that rounds out Elite Series 97, and that actually rounds out the show. We want everybody to head on over to WrestlingToyTracker.com. Over there, they have the carded and loose prices for LJN's, Gloobs, Hasbro's, Just Toys, Bendoms, Defining Moments, and Retros. Again, if you're in the hunt for any of those figures, check out WrestlingToyTracker.com to make sure you're getting the fair market value all right let's head on over to our podcasting buddies we've got the rumble wheel with daniel cross and brian breaker also we've got the tb toy cast and scott you want to take a guess of what we talked about this past week hmm on the tb toy cast i have no idea we talked about remco series 2 awa remco series 2 Ooh, very nice yeah. Did you guys pick a favorite? I think Breaker set me up because he was talking about Wild Bill Irwin and the Long Riders. There you go. And there's the Wild Bill reference. Yep, exactly. So anyways, we talked about that this past week. So that was your favorite? Uh, No, I think our favorites was the Ganya Raiders. Really? Dude, the camo outfits. Uh, they were cool, but dude, the Long Riders with those long white jackets soft goods they had those black plastic biker helmets the shades they were cool they were cool what i liked about the shades is they were wrap around oh were they yeah yeah the shades so you could like slide them over their head oh i didn't remember that and we had the flabby body right because apparently they had the correct flab- okay yeah i thought we had the flabby body i, yes. I was almost 100 percent positive yeah it made more sense for the long riders the muscular bodies made zero sense yeah exactly so we talked about Remco series two. Uh, nice. They also had Ric Flair and Rick Martell in that one. The Ricks. The Ricks. Yeah, because Rick came with um, Larry Zabisco as well. Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. He was with Larry Zabisco, not Rick Martell. Rick Martell. Yeah, Rick Martell had so Von Raschke. Von Raschke. Yeah, that was also part of series two as well. Yeah, hard to find a Von Raschke with all of his fingers intact on the right hand. Were, were kids chewing him off like I did? Yes. Or they would just break because they were all spread apart. Correct. Because he was doing the Iron Claw. So, yeah, it was hard to find a complete one with all of the fingers. And apparently Larry Zabisco also came with a hard head, not a soft head. Really? They Actually, there was two versions, hard head and soft head Larry Zabisco. Okay, we had soft head for sure. We All of ours were soft heads. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Did Scott say soft head? <laughs> but we did talk about that this past week nice yep also check out the positively pro wrestling podcast they had a show drop this past week where eric did not fall asleep and they made sure to get a show out good job eric we're proud of you man look at him not fall asleep are the crows (laughs) going to give him some credit or they've already flown the flow the coop so to speak uh they're heading east 580 east oh (laughs) got it Oh, yep. Oh, it's... a place out this way. It's a uh, 24-7. Uh, actually, they're headed out. They have a sign that they're carrying on the back. It does not say I heart Steve Ozer. It says 
headed back to Tracy to get a haircut. Oh, that's what it says. Oh, is, is haircut in quotes? Hair, <laughs> haircuts in quotes, yes. Yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> also, check out Joe and Jordan over at the Stolen Gimmicks podcast. Also, Soda and Ethan are doing In the Marbles pod, and we're getting close to the end of NASCAR season, so it's getting good. So you want to tune into them, see who's in the point standings, who's going to make it onto the uh, playoffs, all that stuff. So check out In the Marbles pod. Happy birthday, Soda. Happy birthday, Mr. Soda. Rubbing my nipples, rubbing my nipples, rubbing my nipples. <laughs> Happy birthday, Mr. Soda. Happy birthday, Mr. Soda. Happy birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday, Soda. <laughs> no soft heads around here. Yes, no soft heads. What? Anyways, also check out the Legendary Wrestling Figure podcast with Brian. You had Drew Vensel on this past week. Two great guys talking about LJNs. Work the Arm podcast with Jeff and Jamie. Pod subject to change with Nick Dunham and his two kids discussing wrestling from all eras from 80s to current day. Check out Pod Subject to Change. Our good buddy Ryan Buds does trivia with Buds every single day. Ten questions, quick ten minutes to get your brain going in the morning. Check out the Chick Folly show with Sashina and Marco and Jordan. Check out RJ at Ringside Rant. EJ and Rucker doing boots to the face. Pulling up a chair with the Fig Life with Tim. And Marty and Sarah love wrestling. Scott, any drunk wrestling history? Uh, no, not until next month. Next month? All right. Yeah, still on hiatus, but it is coming back. All right. And Scott, roll call. Yep, going to throw it out to Jason Wolf if you need artwork or... If you need custom Hasbros, custom Galoobs, custom Hasbro-sized LJNs, got to check out Jason Wolf. He's got it all. Does amazing work. Does amazing artwork. You will not be disappointed. Go check out Jason Wolf on his social media accounts at The Art of Jason Wolf. That's W-U-L-F. Jason Wolf's hell of a guy. You won't be disappointed in his work. And Jeff, of course, we mentioned him earlier, the great Steve Hoker. Check out his T Public store. Starman NJ is the name you want to search for. Check out all of his great podcast merch on there. All of the money goes towards a very good cause. It all goes to charity. Support this man, Starman NJ on T Public and Jeff. That rounds out roll call. And support this girl charity. <clears throat> girl, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You mean like what the crows are on their way to? Or no, they said they were going to get haircuts. Oh, right. Haircuts. Yes. Got it. Yes. Got it. They said they're going to take a little off the nether regions. <laughs> nice. They said they have to pay extra for stuff, but I don't know where they're getting all this money from. Yeah. A lot of add-ons to this haircut. <laughs> Why are you laying down for a haircut? <laughs> That's weird. Oh, man. All right, Scott, for episode... Four hundred and one. Anything else? R.I.P. Brandon. We love you, dude. You're gone too soon, and you made this world a better place. Thank you for being a friend. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Fig life since 2016, and happy toy hunting. Yeah, we'll definitely miss Brandon, man. So uh, we'll miss you, man. Thank you for always brightening up our days. But we want to thank everybody for listening to episode four hundred and one. Hashtag Fig Life. Adios.
Hashtag Fig Life Adios from the Kings.